0: Today, with the church, we celebrate Ascension Sunday, in which the Lord returns back to the right hand of the Father. But if we look at the celebration, it doesn't seem like it's important. Okay, the Lord has just risen from the dead, and now he returns. But his return in glory is the key point of our faith journey, and a very pinnacle aspect of our faith life. Because in our all three readings today, we get a very important guide. We see, first and foremost, the purpose of what Jesus is doing. Secondly, his mission. Thirdly, his victory. The purpose of everything that Jesus did culminates and fulfills in his return back to the Father to take his rightful throne at the right hand of the Father. But we have to take a couple steps back to really understand why that is important. And we see that in his purpose. From the beginning, God wanted to be in right relationship with you and I. To be able to love us wholeheartedly and for us to freely respond back to him with that love. But instead, we chose sin. Adam and Eve ate from the fruit, the forbidden fruit, and has then passed on original sin to each and every one of us. That sin has hindered us from being able to enter into this authentic and intimate relationship with him. And so as human beings, we spend all our life searching and finding this God. We hear through salvation history, the complaining and griping of the Israelite people as they're heading to the promised land. We see them carve a golden calf as their idol and worshipping a golden calf. While on the other hand, the God of the Israelite people, the God that has chosen the Israelites to be his sons, his daughters, who has brought them from slavery, was not the God they were worshipping and the God they were in relationship with. And part of that mission was to then allow us to return back to him. And in doing so, we hear in our second reading today from the letter to the Hebrews, the Feast of Atonement, in which the high priest, after offering sacrifice, would then go into the Holy of Holies. So think of it as this church right here. You would bring your sacrifice and offer it outside, and we would bring it in for sacrifice. There would be a veil that covers the sanctuary area where only the high priest would be able to enter and the tablets of God would be set into the altar and left there. And so no one would be allowed to enter into the Holy of Holies except for the Feast of Atonement in which the high priest would offer a sacrifice for himself to be cleansed and for the people to be cleansed also. He would then walk into the Holy of Holies and sprinkle the blood of that sacrifice all through the Holy of Holies. And so that all the sins of the people would therefore be forgiven. So in doing so, he fulfills his mission. He is sent by the Father to be the ultimate sacrifice once and for all for us to walk in as human beings, to walk in our life, to be a part of our life and show us exactly how to love God, how to be in right relationship with him. So in that purpose, he conquered death and conquered sin. Three days in the tomb and he resurrected to show us that no death that death has no power over us. Nothing is going to hinder us and stop us from returning back to God and to be in right relationship with Him. And in becoming the sacrifice once and for all on the cross, He tore the curtain that separated us from God, that only permitted the Holy of Holies to enter into. He allowed all of us to come and to be with Him Every day and every moment of our life. So, finally, the third, the victory. Through his life, his death, his resurrection on the cross, we are cleansed of our sins. Nothing therefore hinders us from being sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. Nothing is then hindering us from entering into heaven and nothing is hindering us from being loved by God forever. But what is hindering us is our choice and our decision to turn back away from him. So in our first reading today we hear how the disciples were in awe and looking up towards heaven as the Lord was ascending to heaven. And what is said then is they go back into Jerusalem with joy to continue their work. We too are given a purpose, a mission, and a victory. We too are called to do it in a very particular way in our life. Because we have a mission. The work of Jesus Christ is not done. He ascended into heaven is to give us the direction and where we're going to be at the end where we want to achieve to reach at the end. But our life right now is unfinished. Our moment of ascension to heaven is not done yet. We're not ready to get there yet because we still have our mission to fulfill. We have our work cut out for ourselves. So then what is our purpose then here on earth at this moment? Our purpose, therefore, is to share the good news with all the world. What is that good news, therefore? That good news is the Lord has risen. The Lord is is ascending to heaven and is allowing us to be loved by God and we are allowed to love him with our whole heart. He loves us so much that it is permitted for us to do so. We're called to go out into the world to share the good news to the world, a world that is lacking in love, a world that is missing peace and joy, a world that is drawing all of us to things of this world that tricks us into believing that it is love. And in that purpose, we're called to build a community of faith a community filled with love and support, a community where we're supporting each other and helping each other grow closer to God so that we all can see each other in heaven. Our mission, therefore, is to bring those that have been separated by the world to God and to God's love. The separation that we see Is a variety of different things. Poverty separates us. Poverty becomes the lens through which we push others away from each other. Sin and our struggle of sin is another way of which we push each other away. So many times we see others struggling in their sin, but what are we doing to help them? One simple idea in question is a lot of our young people are having children outside the context of marriage. But how many of us are willing to love them for who they are, or are we just gonna push them out of our lives because they've committed sin? They've made a mistake. They're not worthy of our love anymore. The struggles of division occurs in our society whether that's financial whether that's economics whether that's race separates us pushes us away from each other our mission is therefore to bring everyone to God and to God's love to bring all of us together as one family If we look around the community today, we have people from different social economic backgrounds. We have people from different race and ethnicities here present. But yet we all can be here under one roof as one family to worship, to love God, to give thanks to God all together as one. So imagine what we can do if we brought our whole community together, everyone that's been pushed away and ostracized in our society, under one roof as one family, to worship the same God, to give thanks to God and to be loved by God and by others. Finally, our victory. That victory that we will gain is eternal life. When our moment here on earth ends, and we begin to enter into our eternal life, that is our victory. Because we will be face to face with our Creator. We will be face to face so intimately with our Lord where nothing in life matters anymore. Where all our questions will be answered. Where our hearts will truly be filled with His love. So therefore, my brothers and sisters, as we celebrate the ascension of the Lord, we're pointed to our eternal dwelling place, which is heaven. Jesus Christ has allowed us, has won eternal life for us. He's conquered death and conquered sin. But we, as people still here on earth, are looking forward towards that eternal rest, that eternal dwelling place in heaven, But we can't just focus on heaven alone, my dear brothers and sisters. We have to finish our mission, our purpose, our victory here on earth. So that when our moment ends here on earth, we can enjoy that eternal victory in heaven. Where Jesus has prepared a place for us at the Father's right hand. Amen.